Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Lubcast. Um, this is going to be me talking about sports. So, um, if you're not into like really nerdy NBA shit, um, this is probably not something you're going to be interested in. But um, if you are, you come to the right place. Um, but yeah, so I am a huge Celtics fan, and I just got done watching the Celtics beat the Nets, and it feels so sweet. Um, I don't know what I did to deserve this gift, or the Celtics team or organization as a whole has done to deserve this gift of just sweeping a Nets team with a great amount of villains on it for Celtics team fans, if that makes sense. You got you know, I personally am a KD fan. Um, he's a fucking unicorn. I don't know how you can't like the guy. Like, it's ridiculous. And at the end of the day, um, you don't know these guys. So, you know, it's whatever. But Celtics fans could argue that they do have a right to hate him. because Not hate him, but, you know, dislike him. Because um, during his free agency period before he went to Golden State he flirted with the idea of Boston and they kind of shut that down and he got my hopes up so I'm gonna give him a slight reason for me to dislike him or whatever but you know what whatever the real thing is Kyrie Irving he sucks I am not a big fan of Kyrie Irving he makes me really upset a lot he makes it really hard for me to watch Celtics games sometimes well for the series well, mostly just game one, because I, I was the guy that was getting <laughs> just stupidly annoyed about the middle finger, which, not a big deal in hindsight, but, you know, whatever. So, um, yeah, it just feels so great to sweep them. Um, this was a team that had a lot of expectations going into the season, and um, they just, you know, it was weird. It was one of the weirdest uh, ways that a team fell apart in recent years that I can remember. Like, think about how this started. Their beginning of the season, you have James Harden, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, right? And you're going to think to yourself, oh, I don't know if Joe Harris is injured at this time, but you're th whatever. I, I, I feel like at one point in time it coincided, but maybe we'll just keep him out of it. But, yeah, so... You think you have these three great players, right? Oh, suddenly, Kyrie doesn't want to get vaccinated. Um, and then it just crumbles. Like, suddenly, you hear that <coughs> Kevin Durant is not a big fan of how James Harden showed up overweight to, like, training camp in the season or, um, like, after he got traded or whatever. And you just, or before he got traded, rather. Or, I don't know what I'm saying. Sorry about that. Uh, my dog was freaking out, and I had to go deal with it. Um, but yeah, so I was just talking about, um, but yeah, so you have James Harden suddenly, uh, you know, 
freaking out and uh you know he's he's overweight and uh i think what really happened is james james harden is a little bit of a lazy in terms of nba standards i mean obviously these human these guys are not fucking lazy <laughs> these guys are professional uh, NBA players, so yeah, they're not lazy, but I mean, James Harden might actually be lazy and even for like human standards because it sounds like he um, parties a lot <coughs> and goes to the strip club a shit ton, but I've also heard like stories of him um, being a, an extremely hard worker and um, Seth Curry was on Bill Simmons' podcast and was talking about how uh, that, you know, James Harden was a super hard worker, blah, blah, blah. And some other one, some other people were talking about James Harden being an extremely hard worker. Um, maybe it wasn't even Seth Curry. Maybe I got that mixed up, but either way, someone was on the Bill Simmons or the Ryan Russillo podcast, either one of them talking about how James Harden was a worker and they played together. So I'll trust him more than I'll trust the media, even though, I mean, he probably just goes and, you know, goes to the strip club after throwing up like 6,000 shots a day, which is a crazy life if you think about it, but that's besides the point. Anyways, James Harden suddenly um, gets a little bloated and he, you know, decides that uh, he's going to be injured again randomly. He's always injured with something like, it's just, it's a little ridiculous. He's always just injured about something not about something he's always just like suddenly he did this with the Rockets suddenly he gets fat and he gets injured and he's playing like a shell of himself so anyways in Brooklyn you know it's right around trade deadline and I, if I remember correctly it's like three days before a trade deadline or something real close like that it just is like oh you know Ben Simmons there was no movement on the steel all year I thought like I thought he was going to sit out the entire year with the Sixers, and I didn't know what was going to happen. I just did not think that he was going to be traded this year. I thought that um, Daryl Morey was going to, you know, hold it together. But, um, yeah, and then suddenly, three days to go or whatever time it was before the deadline, they pulled the trigger, and you got, um, what's his face? Uh, James Harden for Ben Simmons, uh, Seth Curry, Drummond. Um, I'm probably missing something, but, yeah. And now, you're the start of the season. You're thinking you have Kyrie for the full season, KD coming full of, I believe, for the full season, or he might have been injured. I don't remember. And then you have um, James Harden. You're thinking, and then now you have Kyrie who plays half your games because he's unvaccinated, and for part of the season he didn't play any of your games. And then you have, um, you know, a like you don't have James Harden anymore. You now have. Ben Simmons, who we haven't seen bas play basketball in over a year, is it? I don't, it might even be a year and a half now, and who might possibly be have suffering from mental health issues that might be hindering his play, which is something that's a little bit harder to fix than, uh, say, like an Achilles tendon or a back spasm. But he's also suffering from back spasms and back issues. So the guy's a little. He's got some stuff going on, you know, and um, he's like. Dude, would I rather have James Harden? I wouldn't want to have the James Harden that was on um, the Brooklyn Nets right before trade deadline because that guy was not a good player. 
That guy was turning the ball over. He couldn't make a shot or take. He wouldn't even take shots, really. He just kind of sucked. He uh, was not trying on defense, or and he was just giving up, and he wasn't playing good basketball, which he is one to do. So then you get him going. So he's gone. So now you come in with basically you have a whole kind of mixed-up team going into the last couple games of the season and that's what your season is you get swept in the first round by the boston celtics it's just crazy going into the season you guys were um the favorite or at some point and on some uh books and at some points in the year you guys were favorites going into the season um so yeah it's just a little crazy i'm not trying to be a homer uh it just is really nice to you know um it's just nice to win a series and uh i feel like we can all kind of put the Kyrie shit behind us. You know, it's fun, but it was honestly, um, like, I, I, as much as I was yelling at the TV about um, him flipping off <laughs> the crowd, it doesn't actually, like, if we're able to cuss him out, dude, you should be able to cuss me out. I have no issue with that. Um, yeah, I just, I just don't like when he acts like he doesn't know why everyone's mad at him and it's like dude it, it, you kind of ruined like a year year and a half of the Celtics season so that could, that was like the bigger reason and like that was kind of the thing that uh, I was upset about um, but yeah no it's just good to be done with them I'm glad I uh, I feel like that series the first game took like a year off my life but you know they were stressed they were all stressful but I feel I felt like the Celtics were there wasn't, let's put it this way, there wasn't any more point than game one. Or like, game one was the most scared I was, I think. I think so. Um, yeah, so, good fucking win. Um, yeah, well I, I feel like I have more to say about this. Oh, yeah, Jason Tatum. Um, I'm going to do it now, I think. I think you're going to find good value if you take it now. I'm going to, if... I don't know if my book that I use will have the um, NBA Finals MVP odds. Um, I could look them up, um, but I'm not going to. Uh, but I will let you know on the next episode or whatever. But yeah, no, I'm I'm gonna do that for homework. But basically, I would take Jason Tatum um, NBA MVP or Finals MVP odds. I think you would probably get them at good value. Um, and I think the Celtics team has a real chance to go to the finals. I really, really do. I think this Bucks series is going to suck for us. But I think, you know, that Middleton injury is huge. And um, I don't know. The Celtics, they they come to play whenever the they play the Bucks. You know, Bobby Portis, is he's going to have a fucking 2010 because uh, he always does. He, Bobby Portis, for some reason, only plays well against the Celtics, sort of like Bruce Brown, um, which who someone I would love to have on the Celtics, Bruce Brown, a Boston native. I would love to have that man on the Celtics. He would be a, he would be a killer. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, no, I, uh, I think this Milwaukee series is going to be tough, but if we can do it, um, I don't know. It's not going to be an easy path, but I, th I just think you would find value and taking Tatum now rather than um, any other time. But you didn't, it might not even, the odds might not even be up for me, so who cares? Um, 
And uh, so, yeah, how about Phoenix, huh? That is, that sucks. That is really tough. I, um, I personally am a Chris Paul fan, so it's quite the bummer to, um, and I also really, really like Devin Booker, too. I am a huge Devin Booker fan. That guy is fucking cold. He, he is like a, uh, R.I.P. He's like, okay, not like, he, I know this is going to be touchy, but he is, he is, he's Kobe-esque. He's not like on that level yet. I know. No one's on Mamba level. I got it. I know. He's not on Kobe level, but he, he's a really good player. And he, when I watch him play, just some of the moves he does and the way that like, I don't know. It's just the way he carries himself in the game and his competitive edge. I just see a little bit of Kobe in him. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Um, but it just is a bummer. You know, he gets injured and you have a bench that like last season, like they're deep, but they're also injured. So, I mean, you got JaVale McGee. He comes in, he's putting in good minutes. Um, but you also have to rely on campaign who I personally am not a huge fan of. I just think his jump shots way too broken and he kind of, um, is one of those players where the emotions of the game kind of like, I want my players to be amped. Right. But I don't want them to be like plus one, like Marcus smart used to be, I, you would be like two steps forward and then three steps backwards. Like he'd do like, a game ceiling steal and then he'd like foul and he'd be like, well, that kind of was worse than the steal. So that kind of sucks. Um, sh- so stuff like that campaigns, kind of one of those players where I think the moment gets to him and he's like, well, campaign needs to take this shot right now. And it's like, well, you know, Cameron Johnson on the other hand is a better shooter and you should maybe extend that pass over one more time to the corner to hit old CJ uh, for three, I think, but you know, Andy kind of looks like a dinosaur. Um, he looks like that, um, that ye dinosaur. So I don't know. That was unnecessary, (laughs) but yes. Anyways, um, I think that it really sucks for the Suns, and I don't, I don't think the Pelicans are going to win this series. Like there's no way Chris Paul's too good. Um, Herb Jones pissed in his cereals, uh, by not letting, Chris Paul pick him up, so Chris Paul's gonna find a way to dismantle this um, this you know <coughs> defense, and uh, I th- I I would personally be shocked if Phoenix uh, lost because that would be crazy. Think about that. Think about in the first round, <laughs> you were losing Phoenix and Brooklyn, two teams that were I mean Brooklyn less favored, but at the start of the season, those two teams were. Like we're very high up there betting wise as favorites, so that would just be bonkers. And then that kind of opens the West up a little bit, in my opinion, because then it's like, who do you go through? Like, who's next from there? Like, I don't know. It's a whole. It's interesting. I think probably Golden State maybe next, Um, but I don't know. I just I do trust Golden State and Jordan Poole's playing out of his head, so. Um, which, you know, going off of like his history of what he's been doing so far in the league is not 
it's as much as it is an outlier season it is um it's in the natural progression right like he naturally he would have progressed to this level i think and although or not naturally progressed but more like it's not a crazy thing to say that this could be real because he is someone that from all accounts puts in a ton of work and he didn't have an easy path to the NBA. He came from the G League, you know, and then he comes up and, he, you know, he's with the Warriors and he's back in the G League. Like, he, he didn't have it easy. This is a guy that had to, like, claw for everything he had to do. And I know COVID was big for him, too, especially allowing him to get more playing time and stuff like that. So, and the clay injury, uh, another one of my favorite players who's that unfortunate just injuries fucking suck man they suck but yeah no it's just it's um it's a crazy thing i think and um i just really hope that the suns pull it off as much as this pelicans team is fun i personally am not a huge oh no (laughs) okay i love zion williamson the basketball player but i'm more afraid and I don't like what he's doing. I think that he should um, get on a fucking diet probably would be the first thing. Maybe quit fucking eating as much would be the second one. Maybe that's 1A, 1B. Um, he should realize that he's getting paid millions of dollars and maybe some take some initiative because um, as far as I can tell... Um, He's completely separate from the Pelicans medical staff. He's doing his own thing. And he looks just massive on the side. Like, he looks huge. He's just a big man. And that's okay, but you're going to get injured. And I just think, uh, I don't know, it's a little scary. It's a slippery slope. Um, He's a really good talent. And if he um, pans out, then that, he's, you know, you you have a really, really unique unicorn player that could be really really good the other side of it is you could buy into someone who maybe has an anthony davis like career at like a medium i feel like that's a nice medium ground for zion right now maybe some of you will hate that take but i'm gonna stick with it i think that that is a nice medium ground like like what i predict zion would be right now at the path that he is going on i think he could be like Anthony Davis is really good, but would you say, what would you say his career is? He won a championship, yes. He won a championship, and that's really important. That makes him a very good player. He is a good player. He's a great player, but he's also injured all the fucking time. And he's also watching the playoffs on his couch right now. So, you know, and you can see it's just like they're natural to some, they're, they're going to be naturally compared because they have eerily similar paths um coming up into the nba so it's just it's a little scary because i i love anthony davis he's a great player he is a unicorn in his own right but the way that he looked when he was out there this past season before any the amount of injuries he's had and his injury history you got what six to eight to ten years of productivity out of anthony davis and you have one championship and that's an awesome championship but that was also a bubble championship and that that value has to be diminished a little bit because guess what in the bubble there's no one there and guys that 
shot well. Like there were people there that shot out of their head because um, they there's no spectators in the stands. Like Julius Randle, for instance, is dog shit as we can see. He has been he played horrible this season, and um, he played out of his head last season, and it's because he benefited from no fans as you can see with him constantly fu going back and forth with the Knicks fans who have a right to be pissed at him because he is just one of the most frustrating players to watch and, and I, I there are some players that I just absolutely despise watching I really really hate watching Westbrook I um hate watching um who's another one hmm trying to think i used to hate watching zaza Pachulia play but he played very like irregularly because he was terrible but he would just make me really upset um i used to actually um like watching no i oh i hate james hard I, wa I hated watching james harden play oh hated watching him play i um I used to get really annoyed with, I really like watching Golden State play. And, oh, I get annoyed watching Donovan Mitchell play. That's another one. I don't really like watching him play. He annoys the shit out of me. Um, and I just don't like watching the Lakers at all, really. Um, that's just nothing to do. Like, this season, they were just, like, they were hard to watch. Even, like, I hate the Lakers, obviously, as a Celtics fan, but... Like, even for them, it was just hard to watch. They were not a good team, and they it was just clunky basketball. It was not fun to watch. I hate. Wa I hated watching the Wizards, too, when at one of their teams. I can't – like, they've their team has, like, completely <laughs> changed, like, three different times, and they're still horrible. It's pretty funny. Um, but, yeah, I, uh, I forget what I was even talking about, but, yeah, those are some players that I just – hate watching but uh yeah i think i'm gonna wrap this thing up um i'm gonna be doing a lot of episodes maybe or maybe not i don't know um but yeah no i um the playoffs have been really really awesome and i think that we live in a beautiful time for nba basketball and just sports in general um yeah and i'll probably be back in another day talking about some gambling maybe that i'm gonna be doing or some not gambling betting i guess would be the better term for it and um yeah if any of you are listening i'm just gonna pretend that there are people listening i don't think there are but um if anyone is out there listening um and wants to debate some takes with me let's do it man because uh you know I don't watch every game. <laughs> uh, I mean, I well, I watched a good amount of playoffs, but I don't watch every. I didn't watch every regular season game of every single NBA team. So, um, I am just someone who really enjoys NBA and NBA media and NBA Twitter. I, I love how toxic NBA Twitter is. It's a th beautiful thing, and um, I love talking with my friends about sports. So yeah, f f feel free to um, talk sports to me at any time. I will talk to y'all later. See ya.